This episode of Fire 2 on Air is sponsored by The Swarmlings. Swarmlings, for the introverted Terra Mystica fan. Previously on Lost, I mean, on Fire 2 on Air. I know you're joking, but it is an interesting topic that you could discuss on a future podcast, maybe with some of the two-player enthusiasts on the, in the BGA group, because <clears throat> it is interesting that, you know, what why they like it at two-player and why a lot of us are skeptical of it at two-player and what could be done to make it a good two-player experience would be an interesting conversation, I think. Okay, I'm, I'm actually writing that down. That is, that is an idea. <laughs> two-player. It is a good idea. It is a good idea. It is a good idea. Hello, Terra Mystica fans. I feel a bit behind the times, a bit uh, uncool introducing this one, because this is an episode with Bowser Hugs about two-player Terra Mystica, and right now the cool hotness is not two-player, it's 2v2 Terra Mystica, so we're a little bit, you know, not on trend here, but um, 2v2 is, is rightly getting all the attention right now, but... Uh, As suggested by Patrick in the previous episode, I thought it would be interesting to have a bit more of a look at two-player TM. Uh, So to begin with, we're going to hear kind of the ramblings as Bowser and I played a game of two-player. He playing uh, Halflings, me, Oren. And then we go into a chat about the format and why Bowser sort of enjoys it and has played it before uh and teaching me a bit about it i'm very aware that like because i'd never played two player at all before uh so i'm like (laughs) i sound like a such news like oh right it's it's a zero sum thing on the cults oh so there's only two of you in two player is it oh wow that's amazing so i might come across as a bit of an idiot but you know um overall i found it very interesting and i would recommend people try it Although now 2v2 is a cool new format too. Uh, yeah, so if you want, I'll put chapter titles in this. So hopefully if you're in a podcast player, you can see when the actual conversation starts. If you want to find the conversation, I will say now when it starts. 2144. And yeah. Oh, and also we talk about the bend, the map. Uh, I'm going to put the bend map two-player map as the artwork on this so hopefully you can see it on your little screen while we're talking about it um briefly we only talk about it briefly uh yeah so it was cool to talk to bowser he's a legend and a fun guy oh also because he is a european man he sometimes says swear words but i'm not gonna censor too many of them because i think if you're french they don't count as actually, it doesn't count as swearing if you're European, basically. Um, so, you know, there's a little bit of, you know, French swearing, which doesn't really count as proper swearing. Uh, cool. Enjoy. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's get back to it. Right. Hang on. Let me load up Board Game Arena. Yeah. Uh, where's the game? Oh, it's a turn-based. No, yeah, I passed it on turn-based. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, so you're in. Where did you get to? You are halflings. Yeah, I am. Oren. Okay. Dwellings, right? Two-player dwellings. I guess we should still neighbor up, right? Uh, it depends on what you want to do. Uh, That's why I want to. It is one of the uh, concerns here. Like, I'm not sure. I really don't think I'm going to like join your center. That is just so not what I want to do. Because the center it's, um, makes for you to have uh, two cheap trading posts. Well, I do get a bit more leech. Uh, it does not give like... I still have two... We'll offer a whole lot of resources and try to connect. And it's just so insanely expensive. 
I'll just go there. Ah, double east. Okay. Yeah, the bus is good. Now, do I give you the spade? Uh, for... Who's acting first? You're going first. Yeah. Yeah, you can have the spade. Yeah, you're going for full dwelling rush. Okay. Let's go. Let's play countdown. Uh, this is weird now because I don't. It's not like I'm going to give you the double dig, but I don't know if you're going to give me any leech to give me the double dig. Uh, it depends. It really just depends. Well, yeah, you could just go for a single spade and go for four more dwellings, and, and it's not bad. Yeah, I'm going to do that, because I feel like you could just... But what else are you going to do? You could just deny me it, and sort of... Yeah, I think I have to take... Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I just should have taken the, the single spade. I could have just taken the single spade, but here... I don't do I want to build that. So thing now. This is just going to be better, isn't it? So, like, I knew it would be different, but it's very different. It's immediately very different. Yeah. This is yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah, it doesn't have... Uh... Yeah, yeah, it is, like, very, very different. It's like, you have way less economy, and you have much more space. Yeah, space, but no economy. Yeah, like... Space is plentiful. When am I next going to get a power action? Seems like a long time. Yeah. Oh, on the plus side, you have like a really good worker, in, worker income. So. Yeah, this feels alright for Oren. There you go. You can have a spade, you wrench. <laughs> uh, might as well get that dwelling. So then yeah, I've left yeah, the worker. Um. Yeah, I'll take the spade. Thank you. You are so very much welcome. Uh, okay. And the other thing is the turns come around really fast. So... Oh, see, so I don't want to give you this leech. But... Uh, what else am I doing? Got nine yeah, that's the question. There's so much you can do. It's like way less... Like... You have much more possibility, but just less resources to do them. Like nothing in the West. Oh, this is messed up, man. Nothing in the West is ever going to be a cheap trading post or anything like that. Yep. What is this game? Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna not overthink it. I'm just gonna do uh, that and build a trading uh, post. Give me that late, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> So you take the double dig. Yeah. So yeah, you can sort of build a lot with a neighbor now, but I can't. I might dig. It hurts so much to give you this leech. That's fine. Oh, give it to daddy. And there are three copies of each favorite tile. Okay. Nope. Fire three. You can only get. There's only one. Good point. There can be only one. <laughs> A neighbor. Yeah. Hooray. Uh, do I go to training post? The leech. Yeah, so I built the trading post before you did, and then the sort of leech exchange kind of goes my way slightly, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, you do get more like you do get like two more leech. Than I do. I'm immediately feeling like the questions I've written are not sufficient because there's more to this than I sort of first thought. I'm gonna take a priest. He'd be priesting up. Watch him roll in. Watch him go. <laughs> Here comes that boy. Shit, what up? Uh, we can do this. Get some more leech. 
Uh, okay, interesting. So what do I want to do here? Oh, okay. Is it worth to build a good stronghold though? One hundred percent worth it. Let's go. <laughs> Halfling stronghold. You can have a spade. You can have a spadey. Yeah, I'll take a spade. Oh, I've got power actions. What do I want to do with them? Oh, I just go like all out on the spades, I guess. Oh, this is giving you a disgusting amount of leech. Yeah, I like leech. Back the f off. <laughs> the air cult is yours. Have a leech though. There we go, halfling strongholds. How did comes? Love to see it. Who doesn't? All right. So. Uh, yes, please. For tile. Oh, and town. Oh, god. You town. do go to town at first. Fortunate, but fair. Yeah, I, I guess it's to Key Town. Yeah, yes. Seems That's good. Pretty. It is. I guess it's really swingy points as well, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, basically, every time you pass up on you pass up someone on costs, you swing them ADP. So. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that's interesting. I think I'm gonna pass. You're passing. Don't you want that stronghold action? One more worker? Three. Oh Christ. Oh god, okay. I guess there are, I guess there are arguments for it, but it's just like I don't like the plan for me is not too bad right now. I still have a like a worker I want to build or I could try to pass for coins, but Okay, yeah. No, I did it did remind me when I tried to pass of my stronghold action and Yeah. I find it hard because I'm like thinking about two-player stuff, I've now sort of forgotten how to play with Orin. <laughs> yeah. And now I can be an absolute bit and just actually pass. I would have... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have expected... I would expect you to pass now, but... Yeah, no, I can build another dwelling, or I can take that, that tile with a worker and four coins on it, and the coin action afterwards. I don't know. Doesn't seem too bad, does it? It seems good. Although I guess the ship tile is available, but neither of us have got shipping yet, so... Yeah, passing seems good there. Uh, so I think I will preempt the shipping... Advancing ship, and then I'm going to way overflow power. Oh well. Yeah, so the cults are interesting. It is just a zero sum. I mean, this is obvious, but it's funny actually playing it for the first time. Yeah. I'm also aware that most people who listen to this would have probably actually played a game of two-player before, so I'm not like... Yeah. Hopefully I can just... The podcast can help get some more people into the fold. Right? Through the two-player empire. Yeah. Big leech. You tempt me. You do. <laughs> What's the offer? Is it 76? Oh, you fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, chance. Four for three. Oh, you're just accelerating away points wise. This is not good. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. Some of them workers. I'm going to bridge for a town. Yeah, that's pretty For a coin town. 
Network is just first gets 18, second gets 12, presumably. Exactly. So it's basically six points over your opponents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six point swing. Yeah. Whereas Colts are just four each. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I'll go for another expensive TP. Why not? And then. Oh, you. <laughs> this is an unwillable delay game now. You can I'm definitely like... outlast me. So, yeah. <laughs> that is much easier to work out when you have no resources and there's one other person with yeah. some resources, you know that you can't outlast them. <laughs> yeah. So much easier than playing against a stalkinist or whatever. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, final round, and Bowser is on 115, and I'm on 89. But I do have two cult spades, so watch out. I shall. Uh, I don't have Earth One. Am I building a town up here? It might be difficult, though. Costly, that is. Yeah. In terms of, well, you do have plenty of coins, so it's not too bad, but you do need a whole bunch of spades. Oh, am I taking a single spade? That's so icky. Uh, you get the co- Oh, God, I'm going to do it. Am I going to do it? I guess there was a possibility for trying not to get that black and black that other town and just go for more dwellings. Yeah. Yeah. Might have been more valuable. Not With sure about Earth One. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna temp I'm actually gonna temple for Earth One. I have no idea. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of the difficult things, it's like you have like, like since you there's not a lot of can, uh, competition for favors and all that, it's just when do you pursue them? Yeah, yeah. I got, yeah, I think when I took Water 1, that was better than Earth 1 at that time, but. Yeah. That's a dwelling. So I think I'm going to. Yeah, I guess I now try and challenge you on the Earth cults. Yeah. My Auron powers. That's uh, your avenue for points here. Yeah, that definitely can't be a town. You get your third down. Um, call it though. Oh, yeah, it's four eight, so you do need three more resources, which you will not get. Yeah, even a sanctuary is not enough. You can't build it. Yeah, I can't get a sanctuary either. Uh, so I just have to build some dwelling. Well, a dwelling. <laughs> Oh, and I'm not connected. Oh, no, I am connected. Okay, but you're on... I'm on a bit more. You're on a bit more. Have you upgraded digging? Yeah, you have. Okay. Yeah. It is also, I guess, if you get... I mean, yeah, this is always stating the obvious, but it's kind of easier to predict what the other player will do because there is much closer to, like, a single kind of optimal move in a way uh i don't know about the optimal move of uh, um but yeah but, well i mean there's i'd say there are less things that come into like less pieces that come to come to interfere with what could be the optimal move okay okay right? in a sense like no one's gonna like there's no, there's no, not a player C that's gonna give leech to mm. someone that you like that you calculated would not have the resources to do something, and it's just like there, there are less opportunities. Yeah. All right. I guess I was just thinking with that, like 
water to bump i was like oh should i delay to sort of disguise the fact that i was going to go up earth but you can like you know i'm going to go up earth there's sort of no real i wouldn't do anything else than go up earth with that water to bump yeah it's taking the priest valuable no it's not because you do have a priest yeah this priest i have to send to earth you oh wait we haven't passed yet i pass on 104 points Four, so you'll score ten more points on the enemy on the end game. So I should ask for nine, one fifty seven. Score like forty like forty three points ahead, I think. Bowser passes one five seven after his ship scoring. Orin have won all the cults. So that is sixteen points. Yeah, yeah, like you said, yeah. that's sixteen, and then you win network, which is six. So yeah, ten that's extra pain inputs to me. That is neat how sort of deter not deterministic, but just easy it is to work out. Yeah, it's just like yeah. Again, there are less players, so less mind-boggling math. It's just like uh, oh, if this guy goes up air, just passing, uh, passing ahead of like two other players for one point, it's just like ah, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like. Just much much more readable version of Thermistica. Yeah, it is, which I have to be honest. Okay, so good good game, good game. 191, yeah. 248. Halflings, Bowser, Beats, EJ, Oren. Uh Yeah, I enjoyed that, and it's pleasant that it's over. I mean, we faffed around with microphones at the start, but it finishes nice and promptly, which is a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Well, it's just... Usually you just yeah you divide divide the the time by half basically. Yeah, yeah. That's just about it. Because you can you can still like take a good move. There are some games like it. Let's say you play Treasures and you just go oh fuck me, and you still have to take like thirty minutes to calculate everything that you want to do because you have like because they're just mind-bogglingly difficult to play. Hmm. So, yeah, okay, so we can sort of move on to the, the questions now. Did you uh, look at the questions? Hit me, hit me. Yeah, I did, hit, I did read the question. Cool. Like... Which is controversial that you're allowed to see the questions, but as it's somewhat strategy discussion, you're allowed to see it. So there you go. You can see the first question. Yeah. Why do you like two-player Terra Mystica Bowser? Um... Why do I play it now? Let's get my my conductor right there. Uh, uh yeah, but basically, as you as you said after the game, like first, like minor point is that it's just quicker games. Really, you just you don't really have to to get like chunks of two hours to actually try to set up a game. You can just play one in forty five minutes. It's yes, that's the, that's just for comfort. Uh, there's less, as I said, like during our game, there are less players to read, so it just makes it slightly smoother experience like you have less uh yeah less people to worry about but i reckon what might appeal to our full player listening listening crowd is that there are absolutely no king making involved in this game into into player variants absolutely none so like that that's the, I mean, to me that's the most like the, the most salient uh, selling point of this is that every mistake is your own every defeat, every loss you have is because you either like you the the sum of your blunders were either you blundered more than your opponent, or your blunder had more impact. But apart from that, it's just no one to try and just dig your hexes so that someone else will benefit from it. Just no, it's like it's nothing making. That is mm-hmm. that's the loveliest thing about it. Just no. Not this, yeah. It can't go so so lopsided, like so, like unexpectedly lopsided because of someone just did not start where you expected them to start. So it's just, you don't like you you rely on less. Like there are less players to rely on to do your bidding. So you have to find out a plan to make sure you can stand on your own. So yeah, that's just. 
personal responsibility for your for your mistakes and for your wins. Sure. Yeah. That. That. Yeah. That makes sense. And did you did you start like? So basically, I remember when you first played in Fire Two Open. Yeah. And there was a bit of discussion, like, oh, the two player, the two player specialist and was Istari a two player specialist as well? Uh, I think it was Istari, yeah, played a bit of two P like already yeah. played it, but... So did you start playing like I guess most people no. play it four player for the first time, but yeah. on board exactly. game arena did you start playing two player? Uh no no I went for four P. Because I was introduced to the game in the four P like in as a tabletop with my with my friends. And yeah. yeah, we started with like 4P games. So that's basically what I went into when I saw that this game was on uh, on BGA. So I just started on 4P and then after like 20 games, I managed to get a win. Like, woo! <laughs> after 20 games. So yeah, I tried that. And at some point I just stumbled onto tournaments because I felt like I'm a competitive bastard, so it felt like, yeah, let's just, if I want to play games, let's just play for a tournament because why the hell not? Uh, even if he has no reward apart from like ego, whatever imaginary concept I have. But, and at the time, every, like every, every possible tournament mode was in 2P, so that's basically what I played. And mm. yeah, it turned out just playing a whole lot of that. Because well, I didn't like it was on a on a specific schedule, so it, like the time constraints and the, the logistics of tournaments quite appealed to me. It was like I knew what I was going into, and I did not have to wait uh, to like create a game and wait until someone just what's what's the word in English? Uh, Date to to join the game to join the game. Like if I create if I create like a game, so it's just like. It was a, it was comfortable, like not having to try and convince the weight and just like you play, you play on your own schedule, because every tournament was turn based, so I could just also take the time to just assess whatever it was uh, I wanted to do, mm. like whatever like pondering the moves. So that's why uh, instead of having not feeling rushed by a, a three minute timer. So yeah, that's basically why. Uh, why I went to 2P. Came from, yeah, went to 2P yeah. and came from it. Yeah, I sort of forget that, yeah, all the tournaments were 2P back when you'd, yeah, you'd look and see they're all 2P. Yeah, that's what I played a, a lot until I was like reaching 650 ELO, whatever, just like, glorious times. <laughs> and, and then I got invited by, by Bizel, who was like, we needed players to fill in to fill his last spots on last seats on the on the first edition of F two O, and I was like, "Can okay, I straight out?" And oh, so, yeah, so he actually I, asked you, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was, I think it was something like we were we were in the Discord of the um, the MSO, uh, just, sure. Yeah, just uh, bantering about, and then Bizzle, I think Bizzle said like they're in. Like there are both board. board they talk, he talked about board game conventions where you just go and play all day long or whatever. Just like chain up five games, and it was like, hey, that's a beautiful thing right there. And then he just DM'd me to say, hey, I've got a turn. I've got like, I've got a tournament. I need people. I need players to come in. Do you want to join? It's like, okay. Mm. So, so that's how I joined the F2. And so I yeah, I started playing 4P back again. And it was, at the time, yeah, it was 650 euros. So I thought I was hot shit. But it's just <laughs> diving in 4P and it's just like, oh shit, this is not exactly how you I remember this game has, has to be played. <laughs> so yeah. And I magically never reached 650 euro again, ever. <laughs> and so what would you say you prefer however you want to interpret the word prefer there do you, yeah. would you say you prefer two player or four player or three player or five player ah oh, screw three players ah uh, ah ah this is disgusting well to me it's disgusting it's just not necessarily uh like there there are people who love three players and to each his own like per- perfectly fine to get that but i don't know three p is just to me the worst possible way of, of playing turn mystica yeah. Uh, mostly, I mean, 
I like both 4P and 2P. Uh, as I said, because like 2P, you just, it's for all the reasons I went I went over a bit earlier. But despite all that, like despite all the fact that all the the arguments I have for two play games, I still like 4P a bit. I don't, it has this feeling. It's just like we, we do stuff together and just like. Oh, it feels like the, the the comfort of playing traditional Terramistica, really. Sometimes, uh, yeah, I, just, I start a 2P game, it feels a bit lacking. This is like, oh, there's only one other player at the table, and... Eh. It's like, it's lonely right there. So, mm. so yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for all that, for all that niceness of 4P has, it does come with a price and it's just obviously sometimes you do it some the, the the games I've played in 4P recently always have this, this kind of distinctive perfumes. Like whenever I, I win a game, it mostly it rarely feels like that I won because I've played well or because I had a better plan or it felt like it was more like a team effort of the table, just giving me the lead when I needed it, not contesting me. Uh, yeah, not contesting my, my actions, like the possible actions. So mm-hmm. It did not feel like wins don't really feel like my, like entirely my own. So, and, and sometimes obviously you do get losses because someone tries to block you or, or they have to make a choice on which cult they have to pursue. And then you get, you get the short end of the, like the short end of the straw. Is that, is that an actual like proper expression in English? Yeah, that's a good uh, English idiom. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Does that have a French equivalent? That idiom? Uh, I don't think. So. I don't think nothing comes to mind though. No, straight away. Uh, and yeah, it's just like it's sometimes a price I don't want to pay. So I go I gladly go back to two P and say, "Ha, ah, that that's nice." I get whipped as far. Uh, like I get a whole good string of losses, but hey. It's just like, it's, at least it feels like it's my own. Uh, that's what I tend to prefer on a theoretical side of things. Hmm. It's really, it's really interesting that, yeah, sort of aspect to it. Um, yeah. Uh, so the mechanics of two player, like an actual, yeah, in terms of the rules, again, mm-hmm. this is very basic. But I'm correct yeah. in saying the only rule change is that you have fewer bonus tiles, bonus scrolls, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, you have two, two less like tiles. Yeah, you've got two less of them. Yeah. There's only five, yeah, only five instead of seven. And that's, that's about it. Yeah, did we have five in that game? Yeah, we do. It's always like X oh, plus yeah, three, X being yeah. the number of players at the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, you'd, I mean, I guess the biggest cha- sort of non-change is that there's no favorite reduction. So, yep. uh, like you said, it's not great to say there's three of every favorite but there's because there's still only one copy of. Fire one, fire two, fire. Th- uh, no, sorry. Uh, yeah, fire three, water three, or three, water three. Yes. Uh, but yes, yeah, so there's no scarcity on favor tiles, which, yeah, like I guess you could because I, I thought I think um, Dirl was talking about this for a three player game is you could house rule a, a favor tile scarcity if you wanted to, I guess, if yeah. you were playing mm. in real life. Two player. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever tried that. I sure as hell haven't. Um, but other than that, there's no rule changes. So, yeah. and there's also no difference to the map either. No, um, well, not on, not on BGA. I don't know exactly whether the uh, the custom map tool can be used to create. I reckon it can be used to create 2P maps. Yeah, I'm not sure, because I think you end up having to put water around yeah. the edge, so it sort of has to become an island, I think. So you could always yeah. sort of ship around the edge, but I'm not totally sure on that. It makes sense. Uh, though, I mean, since like 
one can't we can't use uh, custom maps in other in train mode. So I, I reckon that most most of these most of these games on custom maps, like you can just you basically invite friends over basically. So all people you want like try to try to play the the map with. So you can just go like if if you go for two P on a like on a custom two P map, you might just say let's just Let's just agree that the whole etiquette way will be to try not to ship around. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's potential experimentation there, but so the the big thing is you still get auction, obviously, and yeah. we did not put swarmlings in the auction. I but don't. is our swarmlings basically just? Are they totally unbeatable in two player or are they just extremely good? How strong are they? Oh they're they're busted. They okay. are busted, but but it's not on the level of band swarmlings. I mean for the for the settings we played, like uh regardless of the map, but with yeah, standard auction. Uh what was it? Yeah, mini expansions, obviously so the two key town, uh and the shit towns and the yeah, the, the few things like mini expansions. Uh, no landscapes, no fire and ice scoring, no fire and ice factions, no fan factions. Yes, they are insanely good, and they are re- like there isn't that. It's very specific and difficult to beat swamlings on these settings because they're like swamlings are insanely flexible. Uh, mostly, the, like they have the best economy in like every faction, like, every faction. Every faction available, every base faction available. Mm. So if you do not have, uh, if you do not put something like additional things that would help beat them, like landscapes or fire, like fire and ice factions, then yes, they're they're very good. And that's essentially because they don't need neighbors and they yep, don't need all. leech. But is it more well, the fact they don't need neighbors? Uh, no one needs neighbors, but they're t- technically, but there are just they're, they're, they have all the tools that allow them to play a very strong game without them, without neighbors. So they is the strategy when you're playing swarmlings in two player to just sort of go and hide on your own and try and get away from the other player, basically. Uh, basically, well, it, it depends. It does depend sometimes. Well, it depends on the, obviously on the on the initial economy of like the pastiles and all that. What do you want to do in your in your in your opening round? So yeah, it does depend. Like because uh, obviously, they, if if you give leech to swamlings, they will be able to use it very efficiently. Like they they can get a priest, they can get an easier access to just a double spade and all that. So, uh, but they're yeah, they're the most apt. Uh, of using like I, I, getting away from everyone and just do their own thing on the on the side. But this like this question of like being on the side on like do I want to to give someone neighbors or not is like it's paramount to be really. It's not like specific to swarmlings. It's the question you have that differs. Uh, that that makes the biggest difference for me from four P to two P is that you will know like you have less players in the game. So you will have less leech overall. Like you have less opportunities to get leech in the game. So the question is, like, it's, it's the same from four P. It's like you try to get as much leech as possible at the right times, while giving the least amount of leech to others, and do so at the worst possible times. Mm. Uh, and in two P, it usually takes the form of the question: Do I want to start near my opponent or not? And so that's. Mm. It comes for every every other faction. Like every faction in the game just has to answer that question. Like whenever you want to start, like when you consider where to start or which faction to to pick or which plan do you want to to go as your opener or as your whole game, it's like where like do will I have the early economy to just kickstart my game? Do I want do, will I benefit more from the leech I will give and receive? From from the which I from the leech I will receive, than my opponent from the leech I will give them. Yeah, yeah. So that's the um... yeah. In that game we just played, for example, you went double east with halflings, and then you could kind of 
you could almost sort of surround my Auron dwelling and then you've kind of got multiple neighbor spots and you can yeah. leave my dwelling, my other dwelling off in the West kind of yeah. alone. Neighborless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that is a big yeah. consideration. And uh, so does that mean that the dance is, there's a bit of a dance with dwelling placements of who goes oh. where and who commits first and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. To, to me. Yes. Definitely. Because yeah, it's like you, yeah. I don't know how to say that more than what I already said. It's like you want to make sure you get like you you want yeah you want to make sure like the, what uh, taking into consideration what you expect to have in round one, knowing that you will very likely have less than your typical four P game. Like in a four P game, you you say you you look at the game and you look at the setup and say okay, which faction is gonna have the double dig? Which faction might just want to go for like. Will there be an Earth One rush? What? Who's going to get the priest? Who's going to get like worker actions? For for example, for the factions who want them. And when you play a two P game, these questions are there, but there's a supplement, like an additional layer of it, is that it's not necessarily who's going to get it, but if anyone's going to get it at all. Mm. And yeah, who's going to that be? Who's, who's that going to be? Yeah, because I could look at it and be like, I need a dig in round one. And I don't know if either of us are going to give each other enough leech for either of us to get the double dig. So then I took the single dig because I'm like, yeah, I'm ahead in the leech race. But I think maybe neither of us will get the double dig. And then you could have just taken the single dig away from me, potentially. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so that's, and so yeah, to come back to Swarm Legs, it's like, yeah, they do have. Yeah, and they do like the, the, the amount of power they get with our leech, obviously with their stronghold and their, and every trading post giving giving them two two power. So that's like they they have a very good power income, and so they can they, they can just do with less uh, competition for power actions. So they can do a whole lot really. Plus, you add the fact that they're like their stronghold. Even though it's on the it's on the expensive side, they they give they give this one mix player an advantage of three workers and a, an average of six coins per turn. There's basically no other faction in the game that can provide you this kind of economy. In two P, it's just like massive, absolutely massive. When you compare, for example, the the witch's stronghold, it gives you like a worker and two coins. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, Swarmlings can do like three times as that, as much as that. It's just like we snap of a finger, so it's like that's that's the reason why they're so good. Plus the fact that they're just they start on on one for each cult, so they can just uh, they can just take the priest and do whatever, like hit whatever full full step they want to. They need to hit. Mm. They they will. They usually are in a very strong uh, position to win the race to the two key towns. So they are very good on cults as well, uh, without putting too much effort in it. So it's just like, yeah, they have, they have all like, basically all the possible advantages. Would you, if that, if that game that we just played was say halflings and swarmlings in that setup, would you have zero bid swarmlings from forty? Probably not. Probably not. Um, because like for I think like to to people who just uh, are listening to this but did not see the setup I think it was the past tiles were the spade the ship the ship VP temporary shipping six coins and uh, TP tile and round one was like dwellings round two towns round three temple round uh, no yes round yeah, three temple a, yeah. Round four, big buildings. Round five, trading posts. And round six, swarmlings. But against halflings, uh, I don't know. I think I would have been comfortable playing, like, bidding swarmlings at least 15 points below swarm, below halflings. Maybe more. It depends on what, like, where you want to start. Okay. No, no, not, not even know, 15. Yeah, maybe at least 20 points. At the very least 20 points. So they're strong, but it, yeah, it's not like it's broken where they're just a zero bid. Often. Well, 
it depends on the obviously it depends on the setup, but yeah, they usually usually you don't necessarily win by forty points. You, you, unless, unless your opponent like against an experienced opponent who knows what to do with like who knows how to play the Mystica, you don't usually have a winning forty point game. Like you can't you can't you will have trouble winning a game by if you have a forty points or handicap. So when you're playing two-player like tournament games on BGA, is there a meta of whether people actually put Swarmlings into the auction or do people just avoid them because they're sort of imbalanced? Uh, I don't know. Again, it depends on the, uh, on the choice they have. Like if you have, fam- if you have more factions than the base, than the base factions, then, yeah. you, ha- then you, you do have more op- Obviously, you have more options. So... And fan factions are still pretty new, so people want to put their to put their own fan factions in there. Mm-hmm. So you do see less swarmlings, but at the time where we only played, like yeah, ten, let's say tournaments, uh, we we did see a whole lot of two of swarmlings. This is like was a was a recurring occurrence. Okay. To to see that, but yes, yeah, so like as soon about you to to come back to your question of whether you want to ban swarmlings, just you no, know, you don't need to battle links. Just add more stuff, and like Ice Maidens with landscapes are just as I'm not sure they're as good, but they can really like just, I tend I tend to favor them over over Swamling sometimes. It's just you have plenty of ways to like to balance it out to to have factions that can just develop a good enough economy uh, so they can do stuff. And they have, and that stuff, the, their 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 faction ability, just allow them to fight easily on cults and possibly do like score some more and all that. Because mm. one one thing, like you asked me whether like on on our game, where how would I um, bid swarmlings versus halflings, and that comes back to like like considerations, uh, like. As as the only your shit when you give me the questions, uh, it's like broad <laughs> strategic insights. Uh, it's like you overall in two P, you do want to lean into uh, what's the word uh, polarizing factions. You either want to go with factions that has a that have really good economy, so swarmlings, alchemists, chaos magicians, and all that. Or some old factions that have really good scoring, so halflings, or fakirs with landscapes, for example. Because mm-hmm. in the end, as you as you saw, like for example, the end game for the the end game VP basically with cults and, and network. If you if you exclude fire and ice scoring, you don't have that many points, like. It's swingy individual, like every clause, like every cult or just a network is swingy individually. But if you add up, uh, if you add up everything, for example, like if you win network and a cult and leave other, like your opponent win three cults, then basically you're just only two points behind. Yeah, it's a wash. Yeah, and I won all the cults, but I lost yeah. network, and I won like six points net. Ten or something. points. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah ten, ten points. points. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So as halflings, yeah, I'll just yeah, cool story, bro. I'll just up my decks. Thank you. Yes. And then you can just go back to to play a regular game. So so yeah, it's just like scoring is as I said, it's diff- like even if swallowings are good, it's difficult to win with a forty VP advantage uh, handicap because you still have to make sure you score these forty VP with a lower economy. And that's a difficult thing to do. Yes. How are you so, gonna get those points? Where yeah, so I guess like Fakir's just flying yeah. around is potentially yeah. a really cheap way to score a bunch of points. And I guess a lot of your yellows might be left untaken, yeah. and yeah, the, the, if you've got your range extended, you can potentially just fly around quite happily and yeah, score loads of points that way. Yeah. So, that's, so yeah, you do want to get these like usually the factions that will be put in the most uh, frequently will be in one of these two uh, sites. Either you have really good economy, or you have a good way to just score, and you just. 
you, you just apply the plan of Darklings going in in a four P game. You just play Darklings, and then you have you end up the game with absolutely nothing, like six end game VP in total at best. But you you pass with about forty points ahead on everyone because you just dug the whole bit. The, mm. the whole time and just score lots scoring favors and all that so you, you just go for that but. what about um engineers are engineers pretty crappy because they don't get leech they're difficult you, you rarely see them uh you put in to put into a game because you can you can play some really good uh some really good engineers game but again it really depends on whether you will get neighbors or not and that's mm. different. Yeah, that's always difficult. Well, I tend to think that, as I said, like you want like the polar polarizing factions are much like are put into two P games much more frequently. But everything that is that is in between tends to be put way less frequently because like all the flexible factions like mermaids, witches, nomads, these kind of factions. Well, their their faction ability and their economic the economic advantage that comes with it, uh, they usually are not enough to to topple anyone else's like more polarizing faction uh, in terms of advantage. Because yeah, mm-hmm. like if you go for mermaids, well, yeah, you stop with one ship, nice. And then <laughs> basically, basically you stop with a like a priest and four coin advantage, and it's about that. So it's yeah. not enough to yeah, compare to Fakirs, which can just go, okay, I'm going to spend a priest to spend to get four points. Thanks. Yeah. Because I did a dwelling rush with Auron in that game. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit like like in a four-player game, that feels so good because you're like, right, I've all of these hexes which were threatened, I've locked them up, and that's fantastic. But in this, it was like you weren't you didn't even care about those hexes you're like so what you've built on a load of green hexes that i'm gonna go nowhere near yeah and like yeah for you it's just like big deal you got like loads of dwellings out you scored some points but that's like not such a massive deal compared to what it is in a four-player game yeah actually yeah it's it's actually yeah it was actually pretty good but it starts to be more difficult like on this specific specific setup, there wasn't much that allowed you to just capitalize on the fact that you had plenty of buildings, like plenty of dwellings, out of round one. Like there, there were the round two was no trading posts. There were just like yeah, there, there wasn't something that allowed you to compound on the uh, on the economy you had mm. you, you had developed. So it's like so yeah, DRF tends to be a bit more difficult. Uh, to play correctly into in, in Supi, or at least like with faction, you you want to start try and start with them with factions that uh, can naturally cheat on spades, like River Walkers, any orange faction, like yeah, the the lava factions. You can actually just develop a good bit if you if you want, or like your variable factions like Changelings or like the old geologists. But apart from that, yeah, it's because obviously, because with with this faction, you can just move around. You're not like uh, restricted to one color of hex. You can actually have an easier time getting neighbors. So you can capitalize mm-hmm. on having plenty of dwellings to have cheaper, like an easier access to to cheap trading posts. Yeah, the um, yeah, the dwelling rush, but with neighbors is yeah, like those in those factions is seems key, which I think is what seems quite interesting about it yeah is it's like it's it's sort of the zero sum aspect of like do i what am i trying to say like i want to build on that hex and i want to build on that hex before they build on it and then i've got neighbors and i can like build my trading post before they build their trading post so i'm sort of winning that little leech scrap for who gives each other most leech whereas yeah when i was just dwelling rush away from you like none of those are going to have neighbors they're not going to get any leech. Uh, yeah, then it's not such a priority. The priority becomes much more like a different focus of, yeah, these sort of hexes where we're actually neighbors. And, and that was where you as halflings were much more effective. I said much more efficient. It's like, it's what you, 
in Supi, what you are aiming to do is like you will have less economy regardless. It's a, it's a given because you are like you have less neighbors overall. So you want to be able to find ways to do more with the little with little like um, with fewer amounts of resources. So it's just mm-hmm. like so so tempo becomes like very very important. It's like I mean where people places efficiency more than effectiveness. I'd say. That's really interesting. Um, I, you're you're convincing me, Bowser. You're piquing my interest. Um, so yeah, we mentioned it before, but there's there was this the bend maps, which was sort of proposed with some development on Snellman, I think, on the BG the Board Game Geek forums. Did you see any of that? Have you played any of that stuff on the uh, bend? Yeah, I played like one game on the band because I I have it at home. I printed it, uh, but yeah, my my partner does not like doesn't want to play Terra Mystica with me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> she she did a, a little bit. So she she likes the game, but she she knows she doesn't have that many chances to win anyway to win to win with me. So she doesn't want to try it out. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, I did play with the band uh, on the band once. It, it is, a, and I I got it from from the BGG forums. If I recall, I do not know whether it's played on Snellman because I don't, basically don't play on Snellman at all. Uh, but yeah, that's basically the only the only two P focused map I've seen, apart from the the upcoming Terranova game. But that's another that's another prospect. But it would like I so I don't quite remember uh, remember well. Give me a second. I'll just I'll just fetch it. <laughs> just have a visual reminder. Yeah, let me Google it as well. Oh, it's so cute. I can send you a link. There you go. Uh yeah, it's it's it is quite a thing of beauty, really. Because what, like. To like to people like for people who do not have access to the band, just to try and just give you. I'll, give um, you I'll, link, I'll it. put it in the pictures so people can see it. Because it basically does have what it has nine. It's nine hexes wide, and about seven hexes tall. So you have like you have mo- much less much less space to to move around. So for for scoring factions like for cubes. And dwarves, obviously, you have uh, less, uh, a bit less space to tunnel and jump, so it, it might hurt these factions. Uh, otherwise, no, it's, it's actually quite interesting. I really, I would love to play to play a bit more of these on BGA, but I don't know whether like, it will be implemented or, or whatever. Mm. But one thing I do like about the bed map is that it has a river hex. Just like that, like one river hex in the middle of a big land land cluster, like a pond, a pond yeah. hex. That's basically it, and I just love this idea. It's just like for every faction, you can try to do something with it, and it's just like it has basically mm-hmm. around this he- around this pond hex, there's like yeah, six hexes, everything but blue. So like every faction can try to do stuff with it, and it's just it's lovely. Yeah, it's a nice little feature. Well, let's um, yeah, maybe we can get some games going on. I sort of yeah, the more compact map doesn't actually look like a better arena for two player potentially, rather than the base map does feel very big and underused sort of thing. Although that comes with its own sort of interesting factors. Yeah, base map is actually quite nice. Like. Regular 4P maps are actually quite nice because they do provide quite a lot of diversity in terms of uh, where do you want to start uh, with different factions, obviously. Because, sure. for, for example, like on base maps, you would have trouble starting uh, with, like, let's say, Alchemists or Grey on the complete west of the map, where in 2P you can actually try that. It's like... Mm. Like you have more space, so you have more possibilities, and mm. it's actually quite good. Like since you will have, you will face less disruption. It makes more starting spots viable. Interesting, interesting. 
Yeah. Okay. You're right. So you are convinced me. So this is, I guess, this is kind of the last question, unless there's anything else you wanted to uh, mention. Well, I could talk a whole lot. I guess I could, I could ramble a whole lot, but yes. I feel like there's more to this. Like I'm almost feeling like maybe a more, we could do a more in-depth two-piece strategy. I mean, you're so you're tempting me. You're, uh, yeah, let's let's think about it. But sort of my my final question is should it be well I've put the yes! Arminus standard, but should yes, it be please. the Arminus? <laughs> sake, yes, please. Fluffy Fluffy had way too much time under the sun. Uh but more yeah, more specifically more seriously. Uh I mean I don't know, I mean I don't know whether it should be the Arminus standard. I would say it would it might appeal like I don't know whether it appeal, but it might repel some players just because it's two p and, and just like trying to make it to to make children eat spinach to it. It's like oh, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's two p. Uh, but it, yeah, it might just allow some people to dip into it a bit, like on a competitive setting. Uh, but you sh- like. Should two P be the arena standard for like just a season? I'd say you absolutely want to make sure that swarmlings can like you want to balance swarmlings basically. So you want to at least add um, uh, landscapes and possibly. Um, Hang on, are you still there, Bowser? Are you there, Bowser? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, apparently we were disconnected. I don't know when. I was rambling without, that's for sure, but I do not know exactly when. You said if we were going to have an arena season with two-player, we would want to balance Swarmlings, and that was when I stopped being able to hear you. Okay. Uh, yeah, basically you want to yeah, you want to give people tools to balance Swarmlings, so yeah, basically, like landscapes, fire and ice scoring faction. I could make the case for also fan factions, but it's not exactly super balanced as well. So who knows? Who knows? I mean, they're like they're quite interesting, but but yeah, I reckon it's just like it ought to be difficult to actually make it palatable for people to, uh, to have a two P arena season. Might just make people drop a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> Could we have a like an addition, maybe uh, like a two-player one running alongside a four-player one or something? I don't know. I mean, I guess people will just will just say um, that's what tournaments are for, and you can just go for like a very long-run tournaments of two P game, two P games, but yeah. I mean, as people like, I don't know if like it's, it's yeah, 2P is a bit of a divisive subject. So it's like, you will have a trench where people will just, where 2P enjoyers will just go, yeah, 2P. And others will just go, no, please. And usually the latter have more, like, yeah, is a bit more populous, has that louder voice. So, yeah. <laughs> well, if we have. Um... Maybe if we have a really bad arena season that no one's interested in, like a, or like with like base map, no, sorry, revised map or something, then you'll grind people down to give two-player season a go. Yeah, no, they'll just go, I want base map, no landscapes, and that'll be the end of it. Well, I'm going to say that I am, I've had my interest piqued by playing that game and talking to you about it, and I would encourage anybody else to try it. No. Obviously, it's your podcast. You're not just, just going to say, no, it was shit. Don't. Tr-. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not going to say that, but I'm, I am <laughs> truly, I'm sort of been pleasantly surprised because I sort of agree that when I've played three player before, it just feels like, yeah, this is just like a worse version. But the two mm. player, it's something different. You're like, oh, yeah, this is almost yeah. a different. I think it's kind of. I don't actually love the variety of like loads of fan factions and fire and ice mm-hmm. factions that much, 
this is more the kind of variety that I like, where it's like just sort of the same but subtly tweaked. Yeah, yeah, interests me. It's like to me, three P is a bit of a different beast. It's like it has the advantage. It, I mean, to me, it has the issues of four P in terms of key making because key making can still happen in terms of placement. Like you have a player, two players that have leech, and someone else gets. Just, left alone in the LB that is dead on the dead on the spot. Ooh. So they have the issues of 4P without too much of the advantages of like everything else in 2P. So I don't know. Like that's that's just my opinion. I, I do not want to say that 3P is shit or whatever. It's just Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And maybe it's fair to say that if people are put off two player because of a, they don't enjoy three player, maybe they should be more willing to give two player a chance. Yeah, as as you said, I mean, maybe I, I saw uh, I told it the um, during the moment where I was cut down, but it's like if you want me to make my case again, like as I, I said uh, at the beginning of the uh, of the episodes, like if you want, like if you like fed up with king making and longer games and all that, just come play to be. If I we have cookies, we have forty minute games with no king making. You'll have less leech, but it's fine. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay, that um, that's really cool. That seems like a good place to end it. If you're happy with that, uh, that was really fun talking to you and playing with you. Oh, thanks for the invite. Thanks, man. I will speak to you soon at some point. Yeah, sure thing. See you later. See you. See you.